This episode of Bucky's Basement is brought to you by Decca Gray Coffee Company. Are you tired of mediocre coffee that just doesn't hit the spot? I am. Look no further than Decca Gray Coffee Co., your ticket to the perfect brew. Experience the rich, robust flavors you deserve. Visit DeccaGray.com today and take your coffee game to the next level. At Decca Gray, they're passionate about coffee. They roast it fresh to order and ship it directly to your doorstep. We have an exclusive for all our listenership out there. Go to DeccaGray.com and use promo code Bucky's Base to get 10% off an order of any size. That's B-U-C-K-Y-S-B-A-S-E. Decca Gray Coffee Company. Mmm. Bucky's Basement. Welcome back to another episode of Bucky's Basement. I am Bucky, and as always, in the basement with me tonight, I've got Old Boy and Juicebox. Hi. (laughs) Y'all are throwing me off with those introductions. But we are back for another episode of um, Fast Fast Pitch. Pitch. Yes, this is our favorite thing to do. We hope you have enjoyed some of the episodes we've put out. This is is such our favorite thing to do. That we just recorded a podcast and we said we can't go home. Yeah. No, it's Sunday night. It's like 1030. We were like, no, let's just keep going. And we were like, let's hop back in there and do a fast pitch. Because without a doubt, these movies that we create on this series is one of the the, the culminations of who we are as podcasters, as friends, as Bucky's Basement. Yeah. I like... I like it because I always post up at Bucky's Bar and write my uh, episode, write my uh, pitch. Yeah, right. And yep. there's a ton of bourbon over there, and I always sample some of it. <laughs> there's all there's something for everybody in Bucky's basement. This uh, uh, this, this whole segment actually has got me in a super creative mode lately. So I, I certainly look forward to it. Tim Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It Tim Tim's me. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So if you guys have, if this is your first time tuning in to Bucky's Basement for an episode of Fast Pitch, or if you're watching us on YouTube, because you can do that, uh, just go to Bucky's Basement on YouTube. You will find these episodes. Go to Bucky'sBasement.com. Um, feel free to send us a message uh, after you've listened to this this episode, or if you have heard one in the past, because what we do here is we draw. Words out of a hat that old boy yeah. supplied to us, and um, there are so many words in this so hat. Many so many words. So many words. And we draw words out of a hat based on a generated number that Juicebox has come up with this week. Oh, we're doing the dice now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dice. never mind. I forgot. We are on this roll. Oh, gosh. That was a bad That was a right good there. pun. A good pun. All right. So we're on the roll of rolling dice, which everybody knows a die has six sides. So whatever number that that lands on, that's how many words we pull out of this hat. And then we each take 15 minutes, only 15 minutes, to go write a film based on the words and the generated order of numbers. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's, always, it's a lot. It, yeah. But, man, you guys are really going to enjoy the second half of this podcast. All right, without further ado, Juicebox, do the honors. One. Dude. All Should right. we re-roll or are we doing this again? 
Because we've man. landed on a lot of ones. So the rules of the rules of fast pitch are if it lands on any number, two through six, we have to draw words and match up the name, and then we each write a film based on that that, word. that title. Right? right, yeah. But if we roll a one, which now we've done three times yeah. on, on Fast Pitch, we each get to draw one word out of this hat, and we have to write a film based on this one word. The last time we did this, it got a little dicey with, with certain words. Oh, if you guys it, wanna, it does every time. I'm going to keep putting the puns out there. If you guys want to continue rolling the dice, then we, we have to abide. I mean, we have, I mean, the die is the die, right? So is that what, if that's what you're saying? I'm looking at I, juice. I'm looking at juice box right now because he threw a fucking. I mean, it was yeah, not it was easy. A, it was a brutal it was one. Like last tendons time. or sin, sinew. sinew, sinew. Yeah, I mean, wh- I had uh, Jaeger, not the fun kind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Chuck. Like yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But it's. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's up to y'all. I mean, if y'all want to, or at one, we go individual. Like you said, the dice spoke. Yeah. All right. Then we are drawing one word a piece today on Bucky's Basement for this episode of Fast Pitch. You're going to get three separate movies with three separate titles, and you're really going to enjoy the hell out of this episode. We hope. This week, I'm going to let Old oh, Boy draw first. Let me go. All right. I, I've usually drawn first. Hand that over to Juicebox once you're done. I'll probably get like Taco Bell. There is Taco Bell. If you have tuned into an episode of Fast Pitch before, there is a there is a, a piece of paper that says Taco Bell, and it honestly is the only one I ever want to get. Oh man! Oh, you already sound defeated. Uh, I'm all right with mine. Yeah, okay, I'm trying to think what mine's going to be. I'm gonna have to really play around. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. God, <laughs> I right. hate these one word podcasts. Oh man. I hate them. Sorry. All Would right. You? All right. I guess I drove I drew first, so my word is my one word movie title is Majestic. Ooh. Already been a film named The Majestic, You're right. right? Yeah. It's not about bad. A, about a movie theater and that's probably It what is what was it was Jim Carrey in that? Yeah. Gotcha. I got the word geek. Ooh, wow, geek! You guys, um, uh, you guys nailed it because mine is gonna get a little bit dicey. I've had fairies in the past. Okay. Um, I can't. What was it? Cannibal. I had cannibal. That was one fairies, of the ones. Cannibal. This, and this week I have buxom uh, mm. or bosom. Uh, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, so I mean, dude, it's great. We're gonna find it's out great. what um, the movie Buxom's about. Yeah. Um, also, let me see that. I swear, I'm not lying to you. Oh, no, I believe it. So we've got the the movies Geek, the movie <laughs> Majestic, Bugs, Buxom. Now, if we'd have got a three word title, that'd have been <laughs> that'd have been a hell of a movie. Majestic, like, what the fuck? All right, um, all right, guys. Well, Two we're gonna minutes. take 15 minutes and we're gonna go write this film again. Keep in mind, we have to write the plot. We have to cast this film. We have to write a tagline and a movie marriage. It is a lot to get done in 15 minutes, but stay tuned. We'll be right back. I got it. (laughs) 
So this week, Juicebox is going to kick us off with his version of the movie Geek. All right. My main character's name is Jeffrey. He's going to be played by Bill Sarsgaard. Okay. Jeffrey has never been what you would call a normal human being. He was neglected as a child by two drug-abusing parents and only got out of that situation when they both died and neighbors found him wandering the streets at three years old. Flash forward 20 years and things haven't been too kind to Jeffrey. After aging out of the foster system, he decided to take the only job an unskilled worker could find, carnival work. He started off in concessions and worked his way up. Now he was part of the main attraction of what the public used to call freak shows. Jeffrey's specialty is to bite the head off a chicken and then reattach the head to the same chicken. It was all done with blood capsules and sleight of hand, but the audience ate it up. But everything changed one day when they ran out of blood capsules. Jeffrey figured he would just bite the neck of the chicken to draw a little blood. He puts his teeth to the neck and slowly bites down. A burst of blood fills his mouth and he swallows it immediately. He falls to the ground coughing, but something hits him like a flash of heat. He looks around the room at all the attendees staring on in horror. He can smell their blood. He sees red and goes for the closest person, bites down on their neck immediately drawing blood. He screams out a blood-curdling scream and runs out into the darkness. Ooh. All right. All right. Geek. We got some cannibalistic uh, evolution going on. Yeah. All right. All right. I like this. So uh, my tagline is just one bite is all it takes. Hell yeah! Wow, right. that's a good that's a good tagline. All right, who, who's that? Who's your actor again? Bill Sarsgaard. Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. Yeah. Remind yeah. me again why he bit the neck of the chicken? It was because uh, he ran out of the fake. He ran blood out of the blood. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's gonna draw some himself. Hell yep. Yeah. And then he got and then the he taste immediately of blood. got so, the bloodlust. So is this more vampires or is it more uh, cannibals? T- TBD. All right. Dude, all right. You got to you got to tune yeah. in to the to I mean, the film Geek. Yeah, there was obviously something up with this chicken if he immediately bit it and went blood crazy. Shit, yeah. All right. So, dude, you, you think it was Nashville movie? hot chicken? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. It right. was that was low hanging fruit. It was easy. All right, I like it, man. The uh have you guys seen that movie? It's a uh, Guillermo del Toro movie and it's kind of like a carnival movie. Um, and I, I I watched it, and it's something I was like, ah, I'm just gonna watch it. It had um, Bradley Cooper. Okay. Uh, it's pretty good. It's got some weird. It's not that, but it's got some weird vibes. Like mm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I've bad. never seen I, it. I, yeah. I, What's I, it called? Damn. Uh, something nightmare. Hold on. Right. You'll have to look that up. So the geek, so geek, the tagline was "One bite is all it takes." One bite is all it takes. Do you have a movie marriage that like something that'll just you know let us know what you were thinking when so, you wrote geek? So I was thinking about this movie that old boy keeps trying to make us watch called The Terrifier. Oh yeah, or maybe just Terrifier. I can't yeah. remember. He and, does. <laughs> and I gotta step in here because it's the most annoying shit ever. It's uh, old boy has been like he's like, hey man, there's this movie because we love horror movies. You know, you all three of us you, love horror you movies. Say you do. Bro. I do. I like more blockbuster horror movies, slasher. like like you these like underground slashers. things. Some of them just don't resonate mm. with me. Like three fourths of the movie will be incredible, and then it'll just go off the rails and be like you know why did i watch this so old boy has been trying to get us to watch terrifier and then terrifier 2 came out oh yeah and he said it's even better than terrifier (laughs) (laughs) 1 so so 
I watched all of 10 minutes of Terrifier 2. It was like, this is awful, man. <laughs> These crazy. people are just sitting in a coffee shop looking at this like poor clown. Like, yeah. Not just, scary, not intense, whatever, nothing. Man, whatever, like, it, that was, that seemed like college kids made that movie. Yeah, At probably. least the 10 minutes yeah. that I watched. Yeah, yeah. probably. It's, uh, was whatever. not good, wasn't scary. Yeah. Was, okay. So I had uh, Terrifier and uh, Big Top Pee Wee. Sweet, yeah. All okay. Right. I gotcha. Because yeah. I couldn't think of another carnival movie off the top of my head. Gotcha. That's what I do sometimes when I'm writing movies in fast pitch. I just Google like writer movie or writer in a movie yeah. or something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Nightmare you know, Alley is the Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro movie. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that. Check it out. I mean, oh, well, I, well I, I don't know if you like horror though, so. I don't know. Get out of here, dude. I, I think I like horror more than you. There's no way. N- nah, you're right. There's no way. There's no Because I don't watch things like Cannibal Holocaust. I watch or, all genres, you know, all, all all different types of horror, too. I don't get pigeonholed into slasher. Yeah, you will text us previews from horror movies, and we're just like, oh, like <laughs> another one. <laughs> it's just, okay, all right. It's like, I'll oh, boy, it I, I can only go get out of the house so many times to see a bad I, okay. fucking horror movie. Fair enough. Um, that, you know, is going to waste my time. All right. Speaking of wasting time. All right. So for my, uh, movie, uh, fast pitch, I drew the word buxom, which, um, I hope everybody out there knows what the definition of this word is, but here's the route that I took it. Right. I'm going to give you my cast after I give you the plot. Uh, I'll give you everything else, but this movie is loosely based on true events. All right. Buxom Magazine offices set 1990. Down on his luck in the height of the highly competitive porn magazine industry, Russ sits at his desk and contemplates his next model for Buxom Magazine. The next cover would make or break the magazine's future in a world of playboys and hustlers. Russ sifts through headshots and bosom pics until he sees something that he can't believe. A submitted photo... Of Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> Could this be? One of the biggest Hollywood actresses is willing to bear all and put the company on the trajectory that will change its future. This is big. So big that Russ doesn't tell anyone. He looks on the back of the headshot. <laughs> I can't. Because if you guys are watching this on YouTube right now, oh boy, can't stop laughing. It's really hard to do this. Uh, he looks on the back of the headshot, and there's a phone number and an address. Russ, show us, Russ shows up to D'Angelo's house with the photographer, hoping they can get some shots that will change the game. Upon arriving, Beverly invites them in to something that they were not expecting. The set was staged, they were ready, and the next thing you see is them bound to beds with her robe sashes. Ooh, mm. all right. So, uh... What is uh? <laughs> Come on, man! I love it. We all we've all wanted it. N- number number one, I love what you've done here. Yeah. I do. I, I, you've really set the stage. What was um Beverly D'Angelo's kid's name in uh in the Vacation movies? <laughs> Russ. <laughs> oh man! I was just I don't know, man. I was. Just associate things. This like, is not a universe <laughs> where these two things exist. Um, this is not the National Lampoon's MCU right now. 
Um, that was a slip. Uh, Maybe yeah, a Freudian right. slip. It's all right. Uh, because he hmm. also pops up in a tagline. <laughs> so, all right. So, you, we, this, you know what this feels like? This feels like a Tales from the Crypt episode. It, it, yeah. It, it's totally. got, yeah, I love it. Maybe that's where I was going or where my head was at, but I wanted to do this, like, you know, buxom. I was like, all right, so what could I do? You know, I could do breasts, I could do, you know, heavy chested, whatever. Right, right. And then I thought about a magazine and then set this back in the day, right? So I've got the cast as uh, Russ is Adrian Brody. I don't know why. Down okay. on his luck, you know, guy who's, you know, working in a porn magazine industry. Okay. Right. All right. All right, I've got, you know, obviously Beverly D'Angelo as herself. Hell yeah. Um, as but the, it's in the 90s, right? So 1990. You de-age her? De-age Beverly D'Angelo? No, she's at the perfect age in 1990, right? He's saying if the movie's made now, you de-age her. Oh, yes. I would oh, okay. definitely de-age Beverly D'Angelo. Okay, okay, I mean, I right. saw her in American History X, and that was like 20 years ago. Um, right. I would de-age or Be- cast a younger Beverly. D- I didn't even think about that. I should have thought about you that. Would, you you know, would Indiana Jones. This Beverly is why we D'Angelo. work on these things at fast pitch. Yeah, you're right. All right. So the photographer that went in with Russ to take the shots of Beverly D'Angelo um, is smoking Ben Affleck <laughs> because, I mean, he just he seems like the perfect photographer here. He also gets bound to a okay. bed with robe sashes at and, the end. Yeah, and he's yeah he seems like a burnout type. Okay. Yep. And the uh, the editor in chief at Buxom Magazine is <laughs> Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. <laughs> yes. Because oh you know the old cheese ball um, that you know you know okay. runs the magazine. Okay. So taking I... you know porn things and coming up with you know articles to write. Uh, I've got tagline which again. Let me put this disclaimer out here. I did not put these two together, but I have buxom. Can't see the line. Buxom. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which is not not, nut. Now it's all like just getting twisted and weird. Uh, my movie marriage is the people versus Larry Flint into the second part of this movie, which you haven't, you know, been exposed to yet. Misery. Okay. Um, right. So, okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm with it, man. You got something interesting there. So yeah, like this. yeah. Short, short. Not a lot of cast. Uh, no, you don't need that many. Yeah. Right. You yeah, need yeah. you need a bunch of extras in the beginning to be at Buxom Magazine. There's probably like seven people that work there. Yeah. And then you need you know this guy Russ and his photographer. So he ends up killing her at the end, like misery. No, no, style, no, no. misery. Or? She. Oh no. See, mine is uh you know uh Kathy Bates wins type misery. Gotcha. We're we're we're. First half of People versus Larry Flint versus first half of Misery. And gotcha. that's kind of where it is. Gotcha. Like, okay. ca- like basically Beverly D'Angelo is saying that she wants to do this, but she really has like this uh, uh, serial killer nature to her. Right. And she's taking out people that are preying on like women, basically. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is the here. premise of my juice box just created. We could probably get a budget for this. You think? <laughs> You think if, she'd be willing our, to do this to, to get DA? Out of all of our ideas, I think we could do this movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know we get Beverly D'Angelo. Right. Um, well, speaking of that, uh, out of all of we our ideas. We get Kathy Ireland instead. Yeah. We, <laughs> Perfect. I mean, Cindy, Cindy Crawford. Cindy. Cindy. Cindy up there on the wall. If you're watching Cindy, this on girl. YouTube, you can see Cindy She's each and every this. week <laughs> behind Old Boy. 
But um, if this is the movie, if you think Buxom is the one that we can actually, you know, film and shoot, I'd love to hear yours because oh, mine? we we have got, you know, there was art. Old boy drew majestic and majestic. there is a movie out there called the majestic right about but, a movie theater and mine's going to be about a movie theater too. Really? Yep. All right. All so right. is this majestic too? Um, it's no, <laughs> no majestic too. majestic. Regal. Um, all right here. I'm just going to jump into it. Majestic. Marty lives a lonely life as an insurance salesman, but online he's exceptionally social belonging to an online group thread Patriots for Freedom. He believes he and his social circle are fighting a sickening, hidden deep state government that is kidnapping children for sinister purposes. Okay. When there are hints, <laughs> when all <laughs> on, this is you serious. This is serious. When when there are hints that a local movie theater, the Majestic, is a front for an underground holding facility for kidnapped children. <laughs> Marty feels obligated to recruit a team of five like-minded individuals to storm the facility and liberate the youth. They scope the theater and choose an evening to strike and enter the underground lair, but are unprepared for what they find and who among them led them into a nightmarish trap where the truth cannot hide. Majestic. Wow. Uh, Tagline. Yeah. Tagline. Can I just say that old boy ran out of, uh, like, Almost. show that to that camera right there. Uh, he ran out of paper in his notepad, so he just wrote on the cardboard oh, back yeah. of it. Well, a lot of it's, like, work stuff, but yeah. <laughs> My movie Marriage is Cabin in the Woods, because I feel like you know what kind of movie it is. And then it and goes then off it the, fl- yeah, It goes in a completely different way. Yeah. And coincidentally, my other movie is Knock at, Knock at the Cabin, where those four strangers go together to do a goal and it turns out not to be what you think. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was going for. So two cabin movies. The tagline is majestic. The truth shall, shall set you free. And my cast is Marty's going to be played by Kevin James. I want real. <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> Why? Because no. I want him, I want him to I, play a depressing. Yeah. I, I want him to, it. I want him to, I want to flip him and, like when you ever see Patton Oswalt play like that in the um in the fan, I think it's the fan. Yes. Yes. Like he, he he does a turn there and I thought about him first and I was like, Man, he's already done it though. So I wanna I wanna take Kevin James and turn him. Make him psycho. Make him a heel. I wanna yeah. make him a heel. And um and basically well, he's the you think he's the the protagonist, but really anyway. So I wanna turn Kevin James. Um I've got Rita Perlman. I want. I haven't seen her from in, Cheers. From Cheers, um, I've got uh, Maharshala Ali. I want to. I want him in this. I want. I also want to pair him up with Stephen Dorff again, and uh, and I put Kristen Wiig in there. I want to. You I want have people a to very turns. attainable cast. I think attainable. Yes, those, those are some of those are big names. Yeah, I think they were big names. I think. Mahershala Ali, biggest name on your list Dude, right there. Big time. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah I, I think that'd be tough. I think Kristen Wiig would be tough. Mm. But like, I think she'd be a great Karen. Yeah. 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 Right. All right. So, all right. Is it too far? Am I, am I hitting too many hot buttons there? I mean, I don't know. I, f- I feel like you could, that could get made. 
yeah. I feel like that could get. Ma- I feel like it'd be a good like social commentary. That's exactly uh, yeah. That's so exactly in the it. in the basement of this theater, is there just like old film reels and like rolled up posters and boxes and like I mean, what what's going on in the basement? Have well, they, I think have I, they pre like. You know. I think they get down there and they there there is an underground facility, but it's not holding children. Okay, it's it, it's meant to hold somebody. Yeah, or it's meant to hold possibly. So them. this is uh, maybe it's built for people like them. These are proud boy traps. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> in theaters. So yeah, or or you know wherever wherever these people think something crazy is going down, so they're like, all right, you know, it's Pizzagate, oh right? Oh my god. So then so then it's a it's a it's a mouse trap. Basically. It's like one of those plants that like has the sweet water that the flies go into and then yeah. drown. That's Ooh. just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. 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 Very good. It's a honey call. Pot. So anyway, that's that's my that's my pitch. I enjoyed. I, I yeah. Yeah. It's different. I could I could live with that, but when you initially said uh, it was like the second sentence when it went off the rails for me, <laughs> Patriots for Freedom, maybe yeah, was yeah, that yeah. it? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. you know, I had something generic that, like that. You no, you I just came it. up with that? That's not already already an existing. I mean, I group. just used, <laughs> I just used, yeah, yeah, just I used mean, their taglines. Yeah, their their words. I mean, you know. I think those those are three incredible movies. How do we do this? How do we end up doing this every single week? And we blow ourselves away. We hope you are blowing you away. Um, you know, with ideas like Proud Boy Traps or um, you know, uh, you know, it porn magazines uh, that turn I- into misery or. A horror movie about a guy that gets bloodlust after biting a chicken. Carded That's it. it. I, I'm I'm in. We're, we give you a glimpse inside of our brains when we do fast pitch and what goes Shoot. on in there and what things that we can create and our creativity. I wonder if we should start a GoFundMe for and then our audience could go fund me for the best idea when we go make that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, ooh, I didn't think right. about that. So if it's buxom. Maybe we should Please. enter another like forty-eight or what is it, seventy-two hour film fest and create one of these movies one time. I mean, we yeah. already have the prim. Like we could We've just got a pretty or, good or here's a better idea: we could sell these. We could just stand outside the seventy-two hour film fest <laughs> when people are coming out and, and sell, sell these ideas. Sell bit fa- we'll be the fast pitch. We will fast pitch to everybody there. <laughs> And just charge money for it. What, what's your uh, what's your criteria? Oh, it's a musical. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, could you use uh, Muppets? <laughs> yeah. Is the title? <laughs> is, is, do you have to use the line Gopher Dixon? Because we got a couple of those. That's like that's what we do. We're just like stand outside. They're like, all right, what's your uh, what's your category? And then we just shake the hat, draw some names <laughs> yeah. out of, draw some words out of it. We're like, okay, here's your movie. It. We got it. Give us fifteen. <laughs> yeah. If we can sell it to them. I, like, I mean, I, like we, I think if we do this, if we continuously do this, we are going to get so good that we could actually pull something like that off. I think we're doing pretty damn good already, I think. I mean, incredible for what, for what it is. I mean, we're going to throw tonight's movies, you know, Buxom and Geek and Majestic up there with some of our greats like Parting on House Relations. Or... <laughs> 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 If that's the one you chose. Uh, or fairies. <laughs> We've got all these epoxy to the table. I, I can't even see <laughs> half the ones. You've got some in front of you, uh, old boy. What are, so, Jaeger, uh, Above, Gloom of Who Slapped. Gloom of Who Slapped was a classic. Oh, that was so funny. It was. Um, if you guys 
haven't listened to some of those and you enjoyed this episode, feel free to go back and listen. We're going to continue doing Fast Pitch uh, in Bucky's Basement, where we get in here every week and we talk about things like uh, Nick Cage movies and breakup letters. breakup letters, video games. Yeah, and coming at you soon is going to be a, an all-new series that we are getting excited about. It involves us going on field trips, yeah, and they yep. are fun Nashville field. Well, we don't know if they're. Yeah, they are Nashville field trips. Stay tuned for that because we're going to be teasing that coming up on our socials. Feel free to follow us at Bucky's Basement. Go to Bucky'sBasement.com. Again, we're on YouTube every single week. But um, thank you for listening. Tell your friends and... Uh, tell your mom and them. Yeah, yeah. But that's all in It's all in the movies It won't happen